I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. Marcus so, Borkley. How's it going? Who, who is that? Marcus the Mr. Borches. <laughs> I... What is happening right now? I'm losing my mind. We keep trying to come up with, with okay. good uh, nicknames for you, Marcus, and really, it's just we've never really quite nailed it. We've tried. I mean, we've times. had great ones, but he rejects them openly. Yes. That is true. <laughs> like Marcellus. I mean, terrible. M- Marky. I mean, no. Absolutely. Marky <laughs> Bark and the Funky Bunch. I mean, no. <laughs> see, it's he rejects all the good ones. Yep. What can I say? I'm terrible. And if I called you Samurai Shampoo, would you like that? Yeah, I would. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What if I called you Redo I'm the Healer Now, boys? Don't, or whatever the name of that dare. anime is. Don't you fucking dare. What is the name of this anime? Hey, guys. What about Samurai Shampoo? Shampoo? That is a missed opportunity on the marketing department, honestly. They probably could have made Samurai Shampoo. I, I'm I glad someone it. agrees with me. <laughs> when I first heard the name of the show, I thought the guy talking about it was saying Samurai Shampoo. And I was like, well, this sounds hilarious. And he's like, it's funny, but it's Shampoo. I'm like, oh, well. Wait, guys, even better. Samurai Shamu. Samurai Shamu. <laughs> so a big whale with a sword. Right, yeah. Let's do it. First Millennials anime. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> The head of a killer whale already kind of looks like a like a like a samurai's hamlet, you know. So we could probably we can make it work. Uh, Marcus, can you can you mop that up for us? I sure can. Let me just. Okay. <laughs> we will have this picture seconds. in six to ten business years. Um, <laughs> By the way, killer whales, I hate those fuckers because they're liars. Because those white spots on their head are not where their eyes are. Their eyes are down here. Okay. Hey, my eyes are I'm down gonna here. Say- <laughs> And I hate it when animals do that shit. I mean, yeah. What if... Uh, I always wish that humans had... Like, because we look at a whale and we're like, oh, its eyes should be there, but then they're not. And we're like, oh, well, it tricked us. Is there anything that humans have that tricks animals when they look at us? Like, what do we have that's like our little deceptive feature? I don't think we have one. Probably our, probably our brain, right? Because they're like, oh, look at this soft, little, weak thing. I will just eat it. And all of a sudden you have a spear or a gun. Well, yeah, I'm just man. saying ocularly. That's more like... No, we have we have no defenses and no weapons. Maybe so you're completely useless. Maybe they think that our hands work like theirs, but then they realize we have thumbs, and then we can do so much. <laughs> What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah. Welcome to Thumb Town. We always talked about that. Like, growing up, like, like, on animated shows and on other stuff, there's always this big joke that, oh, what do humans have above everybody else? Oh, opposable thumbs. And I always thought it was just some joke. I thought about it the other day. I was like, if I had to use my hands just like this... I would be useless. There's almost, there's 99% of things I do I couldn't do anymore. So yeah, the thumb is very underappreciated. Seth taking a really big shot here at the thumbless community. <laughs> no! I don't approve of his comments. No. no, I'm saying I would be useless without my thumbs. I'm sure people who are thumbless have figured this shit out. I'm sure they have a system in place to do the things. That, I saw a guy, I saw a guy who literally has... Um, he only has up to like his forearm basically actually he has a little past his elbow he can still bend it but just little nubs i watched this man roll a blunt there's a there's a youtube video of a man with almost no arms rolling a blunt and i'm like yeah this guy's way more talented than i would ever be anything the fact that he has the determination to do that with but no arms is insane that's so that's so cool do you have a prosthesis or no was it, just like it was just stomach? his nubs just <laughs> Okay. Going at it. 
Marcus has his pencil out. He's drawing Samurai Shamu right it's, now. That's true. He is. Yes. Marcus, you found something very funny. What's what, what's what's going on over there? I'm just Samurai Shamu looks great, man. So, <laughs> yeah, he's moving his pencil in such a realistic way as to how an artist I mean, draws things. Ellipses, man. Ellipses. You know, like in SpongeBob and stuff, when somebody would draw something, it would just be like the big dust cloud, and then when they're done, it would be drawn. That's what Marcus is doing. He's creating <laughs> the big art dust cloud, and by the end of it, we will have a Samurai Shamu. Yeah, I'll be. I'll admit, he is being convincing. He's moving things around. He's picking up what looks like art supplies. <laughs> he's trying to make it look like he's gonna do something. None of, none of this is in camera shot. <laughs> we can see. We can saw, saw a brief glimpse of a pad, though. Yeah, an, art, an artist's pad. Deceit. Yeah, yeah. You know, the word ellipses sounds like it should be dirty, but it's not. Yeah, I can see that. I can't. It sounds like it, <laughs> you can't. Like you think of like the word menses. It sounds kind of like that. Yeah, menses. It's the word for period blood, Marcus. And ellipses is a group of periods. There we go. Holy shit, guys! Wait a minute, hold on. Brain blast! Did we just come up with a connection? Uh, yeah. There's actually a, uh, a Bo Burnham song that makes that uh, connection from about 13 years ago. So I think we're a little off oh, the ball wow. this one. Well, how the fuck should I know that? Um, I'm just... More I thought we were geniuses, Seth. Way, way to take the wind out of our sails. No one would have known if you hadn't uh, said that. Sadly, Bo Burnham, when he was in high school, thought of it before us, so... Damn, behind the curve on this one. <laughs> God damn that dude. So fucking uh, talented. Man. So uh politics is happening. Yeah, people sort of. Uh a lot of Democrats are just showing how they lied, saying that they were in support of Joe Biden. <laughs> Basically, yep. I know the the two big proponents are obviously Bernie Sanders and um, AOC, who are like Bernie Sanders literally tweeted. He was like, he was like, oh yeah, now under the new stimulus, people who make fifty thousand dollars will only get it and not seventy five thousand. He's like, he's like, people are literally going to get paid less than they did under Trump now that Biden's president. He's like, this is not good for our party, for politics, and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, and B- Bernie, I love you, man, but you campaigned for the man. You made it so the American people would get behind him. And yep. now you are describing it. Because, like, I mean, Bernie's not stupid. Bernie knew that Biden wasn't being a great president. But when you put all your metal behind the guy, and then he turns out this way, kind of looks bad on you, my man. Yeah. I mean, he got fucked, obviously, by the establishment. Told him to drop out before Super Tuesday yep. to endorse Biden. So he that didn't help. But he didn't have to go along with it. And now he's reaping what he sowed, you know, like Biden's coming in and we're not going to do, dude, today they were talking about student loan forgiveness and Biden's just like, no, won't do it. He has the power to do it. Could do it, but won't. It's one of those things where I don't even understand why you wouldn't do it because sure, you have a lot of wealthy people who will, you know, lose some money off of this. Not even that much, but that's the reason you really won't do it. But second of all, you will almost guarantee the Democrats stay in power for, I'd say, two more terms. Probably. Yeah, Just off of that one absolutely. move. Yeah. If, if they did that, and if they legalized marijuana, they would be in power for as long as time. Like, <laughs> Oh, dude. For sure. And it's like, it's like easy ballpark, just knock it out of the park, easy decisions that you could make immediately that would just win power for yourselves. But I don't, I don't know why they don't do it. But Democrats have a problem where they have overwhelming support from young people. Not overwhelming. Pretty, pretty close to overwhelming. But but, you don't, but they don't go out to vote, right? That's the thing. That's the whole problem. Like, you know, you don't vote. If you forgave our student debt, we would come out to vote. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee right. you. Yeah, they have overwhelming support from the young people, and they should try to keep that because they honestly don't do anything for young people. <laughs> it's just that the Republicans do less somehow. <laughs> it's like they do nothing, and the Republicans <laughs> do even less. So it's just it, – it's a, 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 a coin toss, basically. Well, the choice has always been with Democrats and Republicans is, would you rather have the neglect of the Democrats or the active hostility of the Republicans? That's, like, those are your choices. And it's amazing that those are the choices we have. Um, it's disgusting how accurate it is as well. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, 
the two party like set set up, and that's not the only problem, right? It's the there's a host of problems that led to this whole thing, but it really is the fact that we don't have any other choices. You can, you can vote Green Party, great, good job having nothing. Yeah, and it's getting nowhere. The third parties in this country don't. I mean, they represent a certain amount of people, but they don't have any power. So it's like, why even be it? That's why you know. That's, I mean, we go back to him, Bernie Sanders. That's why he runs as a Democrat because even though he is technically a, a independent candidate, he knows he'll never get anywhere if he runs as that for president in any of his runs. Right. So it's it's just the way we have it set up. I mean, we should have because, like I said the other day in the podcast, no matter what, there's no one in our government currently whose political party aligns with my politics, with you know our politics in this podcast. There's no one, no matter how far left any of these Democrats are. They're just not there. Like I said, anyone who aligns with me politically would not even be in the same room as Ted Cruz without laying the people's elbow on him every <laughs> single time they're in the room together. They're, 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 that, that would be the only person I would ever actually vote for with, all, with 100% respect. And there's nobody like that. So, yeah. And it's because two, the two-party system and, it, it, and career politicians, pe- like these people who don't really want to make anything better, they just want power they just want to you know stay in office it's the the show veep does it perfectly the fact that politicians have over and over again said that veep gets politics perfectly lets me know that politicians don't take their job seriously at all and they just want power right that is so sad yeah it's it's like the thing here is that the Democrats don't make your life better because making people's lives better is a slippery slope. It really is. Because yeah. once you start fixing one problem, people will say, oh shit, they fixed a problem. How's the other problem we got? And they say, you know, you're fixing a fucking bunch of problems and there's a certain limit they can't cross. And the problem, of course, would come down to the fact that eventually people are going to realize that the source of their problems is capitalism. Yes. And the Democrats can't cross that line. So don't do anything and not have to confront it. You know, just... just be fine this way yeah and it's sad because i was thinking of that earlier i was like you know what if we like, what if we put all of our force behind solving homelessness and then once we did that what if we solved you know whatever else next issue just keep solving them one by one and then i got to the conclusion you just made i was like yeah but then they would realize what the actual problem is <laughs> and that wouldn't that wouldn't be with no no pun or no you know anything intended that wouldn't be good for business I mean, I feel like it would make sense to do it now, considering we're, like, less than normal. You know, we're in a pandemic, millions of people are out of work. Like, come on. Either forgive the debt, pay pay out some money to get back to that normal, you know? Yeah. But also, I did read a... Your, oh, go ahead. I was, I saw somewhere... They said that, I think, I think it was Sweden, I can't remember what country it was in Europe, where they were all like, Sweden has an incredibly surprising solution to homelessness. Giving people houses with no strings attached. It's a miracle. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, and I saw this interesting idea, which I, I think there needs to be some way to address it, is like, you know, forgiving any amount of student loans is, you know, good, but it doesn't really help people who are about to go to college or are currently in college and haven't started paying yet. And I always, I, I think that, I mean, that's obviously not what's holding Joe Biden from doing it, but I do think something like that should be baked into whatever legislation we make is like, how do you address this for future debt havers? I should just say as citizens, because we're all, all debt havers. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, the problem there is going to be college free. You gotta, yeah, you gotta that's go true. Ahead and do that, that thing. I mean, if you don't do that, if you're not going to take that step, like you said, you, you just you you you're 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 helping one generation and then forgetting the others. It's true. And so, but you know what? Really Fuck them. I would love some <laughs> student debt forgiveness right now. I would love it. Absolutely. Yes. Especially at the fifty thousand they're talking about. That's that's all of my student debt. Yeah, the, even the ten thousand. If they could do, they could do like ten thousand. I could realistically have my loans paid off by the middle of this year. If I just put, if I get that forgiveness and then the 0% interest we have right now and just put all the rest of my money into it, I could, I could do it. Okay. So. And actually, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be good overall, like economy wise? Like if you're not paying off debt, you have more money to buy shit. Yes. Like, that's what I that say. What Getting of, rid of debt is a stimulus. People spend more money on other shit. 
but keeping people as uh, debt slaves is also very important to the economy. So they have to kind of weigh out what they want more. What I don't understand is that my student loans are, like, federal. Who cares? <laughs> Just give them to me. I'm not paying Sally Mae. I'm not, I'm, right. not, I'm not one of them. Well, I believe at this point, 90% of, federal, of student loans are federal. Yeah. Just get rid of like, them. After the failures of, of, of Sally Mae and such, that the, the government took them over, and it's administered to the federal government. So most debt could be forgiven in a single, with a single stroke of a pen. Biden could have the, the Secretary of Education just wipe out all of our debt. Yep. And it would, like you said, be a shot in the arm economically to people it will be a huge stabilizing boost a problem right now is that millennials and zoomers can't buy houses because we don't have enough money to buy them in the housing market yeah. it's so insane it's this would help that like yeah we're also not having enough kids america is in a negative population growth at this point so we're also losing people finally. we're getting into that Jeez. japan shit <laughs> finally that's what i've been pushing for for a while <laughs> <laughs> Negative population growth. Are you a Malthusian, sir? I, I, you keep using this word, and I just refuse to look it up. But I guess I am. <laughs> um, Malthus was a philosopher who thought that we should reduce the human population no. to save the environment and other th- other. Malthus stuff. is our co-host on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Malthus Barkley yeah, is here. Right here. <laughs> Malthus yeah, Beaches <laughs> dead for 150 years. <laughs> this is what he decided to be reincarnated as. <laughs> Marcus, how do you feel about becoming uh, Thanos? Uh, it's pretty sweet, actually. You know, I get to beat up some people, snap half people out of existence. It's great. Mm-hmm. Thanos. Oh, he's drinking out of his uh, beer. His his oh, yeah, horn. My, <laughs> my yeah. horn. What what would you call this? A mug? Uh, a chalice. A chalice. Yeah. I think it's called a horn. Like literally, called a horn. Oh, a horn. Yeah, yeah. It does look like a horn. Well, it is a horn, Marcus. Yeah. Well, it's not a real horn. Just... Or at least it was. You know, it was supposed to be. I mean, it's not. Once again, it's still not a real horn. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, but originally those things came were made out of horns. Right. Right. Yeah. By the way, Man, for listeners at home, we're talking about a uh, chalice that is shaped like a horn. It's a, it's a something Marcus was drinking. Anyways, what he's drinking, we have about? no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Could be any. Probably don't want to know. Actually, probably mix like. Several cursed things together. What? Like what? Marcus, you once drank a soda that had been flat for a week. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. And open. And you never even... The worst part was you didn't even act like you had just drank something weird. You just drank it nope. and then kept going about the day. I mean, what was I supposed to do? It's just, I mean, most people drink a flat soda and they're like, Egh! And they, they put it down. And if they drink more of it, then they'll... they'll I mean, I'm, I would never do this, but I assume I would be like... That soda's flat, but I was just very thirsty, so I had to drink it. Marcus was just like, glug, 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 glug. All right, how you guys doing? Yeah, man. I'm here for the moist, okay? <laughs> I'll take all the moist. <laughs> flat or not. Interesting. About some uh, flat uh, jizz. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Come on. You said all moist stuff. Yeah, you did say that. <laughs> You've gone too far. You've crossed you the say line. That. <laughs> So there's limits. There's limits to how boys... Okay, so now Marcus is a flip-flopper, I see. It says yeah. one thing, no no regard for anybody in the room, and then it switches well, his opinion. Listen, yep. if both of you have a nice cup of jizz, I'll drink one with you. How about that? We didn't claim we would we would absorb all boys. Yeah, things. we never made this claim. That was the problem. You bastards. How dare you go from flat soda to jizz? How dare we go from flat soda to jizz? <laughs> yes, how dare we? Oh, um, my God. So, uh, guys, I hate to keep having to do this. we got to talk about Elon Musk. we got to talk oh about him again. Oh, my God, yeah, Boy, I guess we do. What, what happened now? Uh, well, a couple of things happened to Elon Musk. He got a bunch of cars recalled, like 130,000 cars, like their entire output for the past year, because they will apparently inevitably fail. Yeah. That's so what they, 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 the uh, what's the company that inspects them called? They, they, that's what their their quote was was they, these cars were definitely gonna JD fail. Powered Associates. Yeah, JD Power, they were like these cars are going to fail. There's just no way they're they're going to survive. So. And uh, who the fuck is JD Power? By the way, I have no clue who that dude is. I know. I always think about whenever I think about JD Power, like if I have to imagine what he looks like, you know who I imagine? Dude. I imagine Powers Booth, the actor. Because oh, one, he has power in his name, and also Powers Booth is one of those people who looks exactly like his name sounds. <laughs> he has that perfect one-to-one ratio with his name. 
So yeah, that Face that's who I imagine. All, yeah. Also, his dumb fucking rocket blew up. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> they keep blowing up too. This is this is uh, a string of failures for him. I thought they figured it out at this point. No, man. The, the private sector cannot accomplish what a bunch of pencil-necked government boys did 60 yeah, years ago. Yeah, no, that's because we, we figured this out billions. in 1968, <laughs> and now we can't do it in 2021. Right. Um, and then, uh, let's see here. He, he claims that a monkey played video games with only its brain using his Neuralink system, which... Oh, I'm sure. And then today, uh, Grimes and someone whose name is... Lil Uzi Vert yeah. said they will get this brain implant and they will have access to the full knowledge of the gods. Yeah, that sounds like a Lil Uzi Vert <laughs> lyric, honestly. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a lot to unpack. Um, I'm not done yet. Oh, oh god, okay. He, t- he told people to buy Dogecoin. Oh yeah, he, Dogecoin, he right? tweeted mm-hmm. about Dogecoin because apparently Elon Musk's tweets are the only thing that sway the market these days. Oh, yeah, he made a joke about, uh, do you know that song, Darude, Sandstorm? Yeah. He said Sandstorm was good, and Sandstorm Gold exploded in value on the market until everyone realized he was talking about the song and not the company called Sandstorm Gold. <laughs> yeah. But, no. And then, after telling everyone about Dogecoin, he announced today they bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin and will now accept it as a currency for uh, buying Tesla's, for Tesla or one of his other stupid-ass companies. Um... Yeah, that is funny. And in fact, his his tweet about Dogecoin brought me to maybe the first Reddit thread I've ever been in where people were shitting on him and it was glorious. I was in I was looking at the popular section on Reddit and in the Dogecoin subreddit people were like, "Don't just spend your life savings on Dogecoin because Elon Musk told you to." And um and then in the comments, people were like, yeah, Elon Musk is fucking piece of shit, idiot, you know, we shouldn't let him dictate the market just with his, all of his stupid tweets and stuff. And it was so refreshing to finally not see that man's dick sucked on the internet endlessly. Because yeah. I've been watching, me, me and my wife have been watching the Marvel movies, uh, again, just rewatching them all because we were like on WandaVision. And anytime like, Tony Stark is like using his technology... I'm like, this is definitely what Elon Musk thinks he is. <laughs> and Elon Musk is in Iron Man 2, and it is the most egregious thing ever. And Marvel should be put in jail forever for having that in their movie. <laughs> also, more importantly, it's what it's what his fans think he does. Yes, that is the thing. The internet, the people legitimately, honestly, with, with no irony, call him real-life Tony Stark. And I'm like... Do you guys know what Tony Stark does? Tony Stark is he's a comic book character. He is smarter and has more technology than all of humanity currently combined. And then in Wakanda, the, Tony Stark is like an elementary schooler there. So you don't need to compare Elon Musk to Tony Stark. There's no there's no comparison. Yeah, let's be clear here. Elon Musk helped invent PayPal. Yeah. That's the extent of what he Elon did. Elon Musk cannot get a rocket to fly successfully. Tony Stark can build hundreds of suits that can just interchange parts and fly. There's no comparison. He is. He's not even a rocket scientist. He's not a fucking civil engineer. He didn't build those fucking tunnels. He hired people to do it for him. Yeah. It's not. That's the one he thing about this, this genius. That's the only thing about Tony Stark in the Marvel movies is, like, yeah, he is like a rich asshole, which sucks. But he's also he also is legitimately a genius. <laughs> like actually does a lot of work. It's so weird. Yeah. Um it's, it's, it's his fantasy escape his character. It's, yeah, that the billionaires actually do work. That's kind of what what he kind of the world he creates. I bet you Elon Musk paid to be an Iron Man too. He had to pay or beg cuz like when Iron Man 2 came out, this was before the hype of Elon like when Elon was like a guy that everyone knew. He was pre getting yeah. popular, but he wasn't Everyone knows who this guy is. So, yeah, I, I don't know what strings had to be pulled, but, man, it is cringy as hell to see him in that movie. In the, in the show Star Trek Discovery, um, there's a guy who mentions, uh, talking about, like, the advancing going into the future yeah. or something like that and our, our space travel. They mentioned, like, the Wright brothers and Elon Musk, and people were like, what the yeah. fuck? 
And later it turns out that character was secretly from the Mirror Universe where all humans are evil and have an empire that rules the galaxy. So Makes sense. It might have been a subtle reference to the Dark Timeline. Checks out. Man, burn on the Wright Brothers, though. <laughs> Damn. Imagine being, imagine being, having your name left alongside Elon Musk when you literally invented flight. Yeah. <laughs> he can't make a rocket get into space. And they invented flight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one last bit of Elon Musk. Oh, news. finally. So y'all know about his like satellite system, Starlink. Y'all ever heard about this? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. All those satellites he has in space, which he didn't launch. Someone else did for him. Well. Uh, a comet was passing by uh, uh, within telescope range of Earth, and it's a beautiful uh, image, except for the fact that his satellites are up there polluting the image. So when you look at it, there's all these streaks of white light over it from his goddamn satellites that he's put up there. And he wants to put thousands more up there, too. So they're, they're literally, astronomers are saying, this is ruining our ability to take pictures of space. Wow. Because Elon Musk wants to put satellites up there. Oh, what a loser. How many satellites are up there? I mean, right now we have thousands, but he's putting them in a specific grid, and they're made in such a way that they reflect light back at the Earth for his whatever the fuck he's doing with, like, internet or whatever. Yeah. So, it's just fucking up our ability to take, take pictures. I'll give Elon this. He really does get around. Because, honestly, I'll hear, I'll just read something in the news about some, like, this new satellite, or you'll read about a new uh, Rubik's Cube that can, you know order pizza for you and it's like oh yeah it's actually one of elon musk's companies i'm like how does he have how does he just have all this stuff like how do you even if you have all the capital how do you even have time to give all that money out like how do you do it well speaking of that stuff uh jeff bezos stepped down as ceo of amazon he did he he held his head in shame for delivering my package late a couple weeks ago (laughs) Uh, I'm glad. Hey, I, I've talked a lot of shit with the guy, but I'm glad he took accountability for that. It, it was uh, it was really rough. So he just stepped down. He didn't get like bought out or something. Oh no, he stepped down because now he's out. the now he's like the head of the board of Amazon, yeah. whatever. So he's not any less powerful. He just is no longer the the face of the company. <laughs> and there will there aren't going to be any changes either. No. Yeah. No. If it, well, he's there are going to be changes. Cold. They're gonna it's going to get worse. Because their new union-busting stuff is kind of terrifying. I was going to point out before we get there yeah. real quick. People ask, why did, why did Jeff Bezos step down? Why would he step down from Amazon? And I'm like, because he's getting older, first of all. And second of all, in case you all know this, everyone out there, Jeff Bezos gets more ass in a toilet seat. Uh, that dude is all up in Hollywood fucking every actress he can get his fucking hands on by putting him in Amazon shows. That's his goal now, is to get as much ass as he can before he dies. I, he's gonna keep doing I did not that. hear about this. And now he has more time. Look at that man. You can look at the blind items and fucking like Hollywood reports. He's fucking everybody up in there. Damn, I gotta, I gotta look into this. I gotta look at every Amazon show and know which people to not respect anymore. <laughs> um, but Marcus, you were talking about this for the show. You have been firsthand uh, uh, privy to Amazon's union busting. How? What was that yes. like? Okay, so basically, when I was first getting hired at Amazon, they they set up like an orientation slideshow. Stuff you'll be doing, blah, blah, blah. Towards the end of that slideshow was an entire section dedicated to why you don't want a union. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. And I, I was sitting there like, wait, why the fuck would you bring this up? <laughs> like, if you don't want your workers to consider creating or joining a union, why would you even, like, bring it up? Do they think they can quell it by giving me more information? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, their whole their whole spiel was, oh, Amazon, we're we're like a family, so we can give you guys better wages than a union can, you know, better job security without a union and stuff. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, they're they basically the whole all the anti union rhetoric, rhetoric you see at these big companies is basically like. Oh, you don't need a union because we're kind of we're basically a union. Like we we already we already basically have it. So it's like, do you really want an extra step in your day to like be? Oh, I gotta talk to my union guy. No, no, you don't want that. You'll just you'll talk to us and we'll get it all sorted out. Don't worry. Also, you're working at below one hundred and ten percent efficiency, so we actually have to fire you and kill your dog. <laughs> we're sorry. It's just company policy. You signed you signed a waiver 
Um, yeah, and yeah, that's just that's how it works. Sorry, but yeah, don't need a union. Luckily, luckily at the time I didn't have a dog, so yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Amazon. Exactly. Just kill this kill Marcus's roommate. <laughs> <laughs> kill one of his roommates no! indiscriminately. <laughs> yeah, I look at this picture right here from literally in the bathroom when you're sitting down to take a shit. The sign says "Unions can't, we can." There's a QR code on it. <laughs> One thing I want to do when I'm taking a poop is take out my phone and touch the screen to get a QR code and then read about why unions are bad. And, I mean, the craziest thing, though, we haven't even gotten to yet, is that apparently outside of their distribution facilities, they literally messed, they, they tampered with the traffic light system so that more green lights would come up when workers were leaving so they wouldn't be stopped by union, uh, what do you call them? Reps. Re- union reps who were trying to get their attention while they were stopped. Yeah. So they would just th- straight green lights for as long as possible when people were leaving their shift so they wouldn't they wouldn't even uh, have an ability to get stopped. Which is I'm gonna say fucked up. <laughs> I mean and the fact that we just let all this stuff go, I mean we're just we're falling, we're we're in that, that late stage capitalism. People people don't believe it, but it's uh it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, pretty goddamn wild they're tampering with the goddamn traffic lights. That's what the fuck is that cyberpunk type shit? Exactly. And it's like cyberpunk. Um, but it's the real cyberpunk. Um, it isn't a, it's not as flashy as it is in the novels and the video games. It's uh, very, very boring. It's, you know, a boring dystopia. That's what it is. Yeah, we don't hack the Gibson. Instead, we get a Super Bowl commercial for Fiverr where they make fun of Trump's what press conference? Oh, the, the four, five, the five seasons, seasons, yeah. the four seasons. What like landscaping company? What the fuck was that? Yeah, I got a email about that because I'm like, I have like an account on Fiverr or whatever. So they sent me an email and they were like, oh yeah, we we teamed up with the people over at uh, Four Seasons Total Landscaping, and I'm like, I didn't watch that commercial. I was just like, what? What is this? Who? Why? I don't even get this. I didn't watch the saddest Super Bowl of all time. But I did walk through the room a couple of times, and that commercial stuck out to me as particularly egregious. Saddest Super Bowl of all time. Yeah. Why do you say that? I don't know anything about it. I know that uh, I know that Tom score. Brady won, which sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Question: Why does God want Tom Brady to win? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't get it. I don't know what. It's the chosen one. Yeah. Why does he get the protection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? I don't understand why he was chosen. Yeah, he's just the... He's uh, already got every advantage you could possibly have on Earth. Exactly. He's, uh, as much as it pains me to say it, and I don't know thing about football, he's like the greatest football player of all time. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he is. It's just crazy how good the guy is at the, the game of football. And the fact that, first of all, he's, you know, he's got a, you know, a born talent. I mean, of course, you work on it. There's no, there's no way around working. He's got born talent, and because of that, all of his stupid misinformation about soft muscles and the, the shaman he goes to to uh, be his physical therapist. People believe that shit now just because he's a great, a naturally great athlete. Marcus, you look confused. I'm very confused. You don't know about Tom Brady? <laughs> Smith, let him know. Tell him about Tom Brady's physical therapist. Tom Brady's physical therapist believes in a lot of strange things like forces and energies that permeate the universe like he's a goddamn jedi <laughs> it's basically what, he goes to see a jedi for physical training yeah and this guy has sold him a whole world view that comes with it that tom brady believes that our world is ruled by ghosts or some shit i don't know also he kisses his kids in the mouth and that's wrong i'm sorry yeah that is uh that's also pretty egregious but yeah, uh, he won the Super Bowl at forty-five goddamn years old. It's not right. It's not natural. Yeah, there's I mean, black magic. There's divine forces. I'm saying this. Yeah, it's uh. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything about. I mean, I don't know what the score was. Was it bad? It was nine to twenty-eight, I believe. Oh my god. That's uh. Nine sure. thirty-eight. It was bad. But like maybe, dude. What if Tom Brady's shaman is right? It was nine though. to thirty-one. But yeah, <laughs> nine to thirty-one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> fuck. But yeah, maybe. Maybe his. <laughs> maybe 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 we're dumb. Maybe that's what it yeah. is. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I don't think I don't think we're dumb. I don't want to think we're dumb. 
we're clearly living in the wrong dimension or spatial frequency or whatever. Yeah, so, you know. I gotta start working on my soft muscles. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, that was that was a pretty sad day. Uh, I mean, it's, it's you want so you want the the big game to be like tense, yeah. and close. This was not <laughs> anything but. Yeah, that's that's sad. But also, and also Tom Brady won again, and everyone hates that guy. But you know what? Also, I have a counterpoint. Who cares? Oh, <laughs> that's the that's my big got, thing. Got us there. Um, but we 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 mentioned it a little bit earlier, and we can kind of circle back now that we we've got some time. Um, at the Super Bowl, they unveiled the trailer for a new Marvel television show. Oh yeah, the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Bird guy and the other dude. Bird guy and the, that <laughs> was actually the working title before they settled on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Bird guy and white guy. <laughs> but the thing is, people people on the internet are getting a little upset about the trailer because a lot of the the bad guys who are called the the Flag Smashers, I think is their name. Flag Smashers. Flag yes. Smashers. Um, they are, according to some people, they're dressed up like protesters. But I'm not sure what a protester. Dress, I don't know. It was it was weird. I, I understand where they're coming from, but I also don't know. We can just say that this is how protesters dress. But go ahead. You have a thought. Well, I would say to me, they were dressed in like regular street clothes, which is what protesters pretty much wear. But that's not the point. The point is in the show's description, it says that they're going to fight anarchists. Yes. And uh, so people are like, oh, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna try and downplay the whole. Black Lives Matter and the anti-police stuff, and I'm gonna go ahead and let everyone know you don't have to worry about that because I just played Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, and that game goes out of its way to send literally no message at all. So don't worry, it's gonna look like they're against all these protests, but in the end they're gonna they're gonna shoot it right down the middle, and I'm probably gonna fucking love it because the Marvel just has that dopamine hit for me. But yeah, they they've really been trying to have. No footprint politically at all. Just hit some points and then just stay right in the middle of them and then drive it home to, you know, an action scene. Except for making tons of political points all the goddamn time, but no one thinks about them because they don't like Thanos' whole Malthusian shit. Anyways. Well, I mean, the here's thing the thing. About this, I don't... Go ahead. Go ahead. The thing about this show, about the, the, the bird guy and the, the other person, yeah. that show... They say they're going to fight anarchists. Now, of course, when they say anarchists, they're not talking about, like, real-ass, like, Kropotkin anarchists, right? Yeah. Like, they're talking about, ah, we're for chaos and everything being crazy in Mad Max world. If they were fighting actual anarchists, it would be the two guys bust the door of a basement in a bookshop and, like, kill some old people for looking at book for, like, reading old theory, you yeah. know? Like, Using Robert's rules at a DSA meeting. Like, that's what we're talking about here. Not guys with guns that are shooting up, I don't know, the 7-Eleven or whatever. I can't care. I can't care. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be very generic. Um, but yeah, I thought I, 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 I saw those tweets and I was like, yeah, this looks weird. But also, they are going to do their best to just have no no real ideals at all. So bring back the one good villain, uh, or the, the one I like the most in the MCU. Yes, uh, and the that actor Daniel Bruhl, he is so good. So I'm, I'm yeah. excited he's going to get some some more time to just ham it up because, uh, yeah, Zemo was one of the one of the better villains in the movies. I agree. I agree. So I don't know. I I will say I am enjoying Wandavision. Uh, it's a great show. Wandavision's I'm good. The yeah. Hell out of it. And literally just because the internet is trying to will it into place, Disney is actually talking about giving Randall Park his own MCU X-Files show where he just goes around and does X-Files shit in the Marvel Universe. And I am all for Randall Park getting more work because that man is amazing. It is a comedy. Why not? Yep. Sure. I'd watch it. Fuck it. So, yeah, that's cool. Um but yeah, what were we talking about? Super Bowl, Tom Brady, before that, before we talked about that. I just want to point out real quick that uh, uh, Joe Biden has now said that the $15 minimum wage raise by 2025 will probably not get uh, passed. Which is just crazy. Excuse me? Why, first off, why would it take five years to people for people to make a living wage? Want or something sad, Marcus? What? You ready to get real fucking crushed? Bring it. 
That's better than Bernie's plan, which was seven years to phase it in. Well, yeah, but maybe Bernie's plan was more was realistic because Biden's doesn't even happen. There's two things. One, fifteen dollars isn't even a minimum, isn't even a livable wage. And second of all, in five years, it definitely won't be a livable wage. So, uh, yeah, the problem is only going to get worse. Because the thing is, the Democrats could pass $15 through the process of what they call the reconciliation, where you only need 51 votes in order to pass legislation, right, to make it work with the budget. But no, Biden wants it to go through a regular bill's like way of passing, which requires 60 votes. And you're not going to get 10 Republicans or 9 Republicans or however many to sign off on it. I'm sorry. It's not happening. And right. he knows it. Didn't, it's dead. Didn't zero Republicans, like... Vote for the stimulus package? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And they were talking about how they were going to try and get bipartisan support and all this. Like, and how about Joe get his head out of his ass and just do some shit? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So that's what I understand. Because, like, hey, we're talking about, we're talking about, let's talk about in video game terms. What are the damn win conditions for the Democrats right now to actually win in 2022? And 2024, because they're they're doing they're doing the, the Marvel approach. They're trying to do so much nothing. <laughs> In the end, it, it might work out. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is here. They're speed running a 2022 loss for sure at this point. Yeah, like Biden won the presidency, but the Democrats lost seats down ballot. That should tell you something. It should tell you something. The problem was Trump. People were mad at Trump. They voted for you because Trump was a crazy person and was destroying the country. It's that's We said it wouldn't work. We were wrong. That strategy did work. Run against Trump worked. It did not work down ballot. People are okay with other Republicans. So it should tell you something. that they put another normal Republican up there in 2024, it might not go your way. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and it's so weird. Like, I don't know. The fact that people do support Republicans is crazy because, I mean, how many people who vote for Republicans make minimum wage right now? And, like, how many of them should feel, you know, offended that they wouldn't vote for the minimum wage to be raised? Like, what is... What are they representing? What are any politicians representing? It's like... That's a good question. Thinking about it more and more makes me just so mad. Nobody does anything. Well, the thing is, no one cares about economics in yeah. terms of politics. It's all, it's all culture. It's all... That's what it is. It's culture. It's what do you believe in culturally? And the Republicans have spent decades cultivating people's political, like, cultural beliefs to their, like, conservative point of view. And that's all well and good. But the Democrats have spent their time doing pretty much the opposite. But they're the, pretty much the same, economically speaking. Like, you can quibble over how much you're going to means test the fucking stimulus checks. But in the end, they both just want to give you a one-time payment of X amount of dollars, maybe, and then tell you to fuck off. Yeah. I mean, Trump did it too, $1,200, and then said, go fuck yourself. Like, that's great, but Canada has given people 2 k a month since this thing started. And they're doing fine. Yeah. Right. Our politicians hate us. They hate us. In fact, I don't even, the thing is, I don't even think politicians hate us. I don't think politicians even... I, don't, I honestly don't think politicians think about us at all. I don't think that's even part of it. Like I said, it's all it's all about power. It's their... They're just moving cards around on a board. They don't... They're like, oh, you know, from this decision, this many people will get this much money, but this many corporations will lose this much money, so I can't do that one. Oh, if we give them a little of this, give them a little of that, and they... I don't know. I don't, I don't think people even come into the thought of 95% of politicians. And it's gotten so bad because the Republicans, back when they were in power, would pass things that had 30% approval rating, no goddamn problem. They would slam it through Congress president was signing it. No, they didn't give a fuck about that. Now, the Democrats are in power, and let's say, just for example, legal weed has an 80% approval rating. No, too risky. Won't do it. Nope. You can, and the thing is, back in the fucking 60s, the Democrats came around to support the civil rights movement once they saw the amount of people who were in the streets actually wanted it, right? They could be swayed back then by numbers. Not so anymore. Now, who? what can sway them? And I tell you what it is, it's fucking money. It's cashola. Yep. So we don't have. Yeah, it's all a money game with all the with all the lobbying and 
you know, the amount of, amount of people who are just on somebody else's payroll, they're, they don't have your interest in mind. They don't even have their own interest in mind most of the time. They just have the interest of whoever's dollar is going to their account. I mean, that's just the game they play. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, I'm not, I'm giving it to you real right now. Okay. Politicians <laughs> don't care about you. The thing I love the most here. about the real quick, the thing I love most about the Marvel Spider-Man games is that J. Jonah Jameson has a podcast and he's basically Alex Jones. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Seth's here with the straight dope, the solid dick, right here for you. Yep. Don't worry. That's me. Um. You know what? Though? I want to talk about entertainment real quick because fuck all this politics. Yes. Shit. Where I live. So, um. Marcus and I were talking about um, anime again because I wanted to, I wanted to watch one of the classics, one of the ones that got people a lot into the into the show, right, or into the, the genre. And the one I settled on was um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, yeah. right, Marcus? That's right. In the first episode of the show, I'm like, all right, it's fine. Wizards that kind of have an alchemical flavor to them, like drawing on the, the traditions of European alchemy. That's fine. But then. Like, go and talk to the president, or the king, which is a man with an eye patch, who looks kind of like Powers Booth. And his name is Fuhrer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm very concerned now. <laughs> the, uh... They keep calling him Fuhrer, and I'm like, wait, was his, is his name Fuhrer? No, it's, oh, he's the Fuhrer. Oh, okay. So, I had concerns... <laughs> Am I going to get uh, put on a list for looking up Full Metal Alchemist Fuhrer? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> well, Marcus, you're <laughs> on that it's, list. So. It's going to get worse, Smith. <laughs> oh, great. oh, wow. Actually, Thanks. you said Powers Booth. I'm seeing pictures here. People are saying that he should, if they did a, real, a live action one, he should be Tom Selleck. Oh, that's a good choice, too. Yeah. <laughs> that could work, I see. Tom Selleck with an eye patch pretty much fits that bill. So I was very concerned. I'm going to keep watching it, but mm-hmm. damn, is it hard. Why do all anime that? have Nazi shit in them? Why? Why? Yeah, Marcus, explain that Listen, to me, and then I'll watch any anime I, you want me to. If you explain it to me. Explain it, but my theory would be their ties to um, Germany back in World War Two. So, eh. eh. That's all I got. I mean, you're probably not wrong. But those are not good ties. I mean, you're fucking right, but yeah. here they are. Should be probably more uh, ashamed, I would hope, of, of that. You know what? You know what, though? Hold on. Let me roll back for a second. My country isn't ashamed of our dealings with the Nazis, where we hired them after the war. So, mm-hmm. I guess... But we keep it out of our animated programming, okay? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you're right about. Hey, I'm not saying we're better, but I am saying that. <laughs> I'm just putting it out. Wait there. a minute, Seth. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yep. They talk about it there. Yeah. What? Referring... clip. I guess that's true. But is that an animated program? I mean, there's a lot. I of rest my case. It. <laughs> it's not in Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's not in SpongeBob. The two defining Man. animated shows of American history. <laughs> Can you imagine if SpongeBob had an Operation Paperclip reference in it? Imagine if they have a, Sp- a SpongeBob with a little, little mustache outfit. Oh no! What if Plankton had a had a swastika armband? It would make sense. I think Plankton's more. I think these days Plankton's more like Incel Soy Boy. I think that's kind of what, <laughs> what, what he would fall into these days. Dude, those are two completely opposite things. He, but he, I'm right telling now. you, he'd be both. Oh, okay. Yeah. The synthesis. Yeah, he <laughs> he'd fall right in the middle be, to be to be the. Connective tissue. Um, so yeah, the other thing I've been doing in terms of, of entertainment is I've been playing a lot of Astral Chain on the on the uh, Switch. Astral Chain by Platinum Games. That should have been their theme this, song. This game rules, y'all. It fucking rips. Really? It, um, it takes a while to open up a lot of the combat options to feel really good, but once it does, once you get into like chapter three and you've got some tools at your disposal, holy shit. I am running around. I'm chaining up demons. I'm tearing their hearts out and eating them for, for HPs. I'm having a great time summoning my... They call them legions, whatever. Yeah. It looks stylish as fuck. And there's like... 
it's one of those games where you know how when you're playing a game and you don't understand a concept and when it clicks with you you suddenly feel like a genius yes like when you the first like demon you have can like cut things with its sword and it's like for puzzles and stuff like that but then i was fighting this this pair of enemies that were like tethered together by this line and they were both invincible, and I could not figure out what the fuck to do to beat them for about 30 seconds. And then I was like, oh, wait, Tether used the sword. And I sliced it up, and one of them got stunned, and I killed them, and it all fell together. And I'm like, that's great game design. Like, make me think about it, and yeah. once it clicks, I feel like I'm fucking smart as hell, even though I'm an idiot. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that kind of um, game design in... I've been playing Shovel Knight recently i'm um, trying to play through all those games and there's a lot of that each distinct place because like a, a level in shovel knight i could p- play from beginning to boss fight if you're doing marginally well probably 30 45 minutes an hour if the boss is really hard i haven't had one go to an hour yet and so it's, it's pretty it's pretty quick pace you're going through a lot of platforming sections and then into a boss and throughout those platforming sections they give you all these little hints as t- to like how to deal with the boss they give you like oh if they throw out this poison thing it's going to blow something up so be out of the area or use it to do this and like by the end of it i was i was fighting the boss i didn't even realize i had learned all this stuff and yeah because if i had gone to the boss fight blind i wouldn't have known any of it so there's a lot of really good design in that um but the game i've been fucking loving as of yesterday evening hitman 3 i am eating that game up i love it it is so cool um the first mission is very like handholdly they kind of walk you through like oh do this do this do this and then like after that you can go back into it and open up all the options um the second mission is literally knives out and it is so fun i'm not even done with it yet i i, I saved halfway through it because i was just having so much fun in this in this little, just insanely huge open area um but yeah that, that game is um the game is really, really fun, and it's got stuff like that too. You learn, you know, like each time you learn some kind of new little trick um, to get off the new feats. The cool thing about the knives out level is like literally they bring in a detective to do the the inspection of the rich family, and you can knock him out and take his disguise, and now you're the detective, <laughs> and you can solve the mystery. It's like wow. part of the level. It's crazy. Do you also talk in a crazy Kentucky accent? He doesn't. The, the, he has a. <laughs> regular accent i don't know <laughs> but yeah he, no he doesn't have the kentucky i guess they didn't want to just straight up rip from knives out seth what's a regular accent hello i am the man <laughs> <laughs> does that sound normal human stuff here. <laughs> regular human here <laughs> okay. i rest my case mm-hmm <laughs> You've rested your case a couple times this episode. Yeah. I have several cases I have to rest. Marcus, what have you been doing or playing? Or I have been playing Hades. Hades. Always. Best game of 2020. I played it this week. It's, it's so fun. Oh, my God. Have you gotten a clear like, in yet? I have not. I'm oh. stuck at the freaking Bone Hydra, man. And, like, every time I die, I'm, I'm pissed off, like, a little bit. But there's always something new when I come back to life. And I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah. I think that Hades uh, does the roguelite better than anybody else. Because, one, every time you die, you get new story. Because the thing that's the best in this game is the damn voice acting and the art. And you get to see a whole bunch of it every time you die. It's amazing. Two... You get the persisting upgrades, so you can basically make the runs as easy or as hard as you want. And that's the thing, is if you're like, this, ugh, I don't want upgrades. This game, I want games to be difficult. Just don't take any of them. And you can play the game with just the, the regular 50 HP and the, the, no modifiers. And you can play it that way. It literally does everything. That game is... I've been playing a lot of roguelikes and roguelites lately. And, well, I think some of them, some of them have more... They're better roguelikes. I think Hades is the best game of all of them by far. <laughs> Hades is one of the most fun games ever. It's so it, you're right. It's so fucking fun. 
So, Marcus, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the, when you go back to the weapon room, there's a new random one that has the bonus uh, uh, points for using yeah, it? Yeah, that's that's cool. Because, like, if, if that wasn't there, I would definitely be running shield all the time. <laughs> really? But, you like shield the most? Yeah, I really like the shield. You can nice. throw it, you can block, and then charge with it. And, oh, my God, if you can get, what's it called? Uh, Athena's Athena's blessing on your auto attack or your main light attack. Yeah. Just fucking nope, nope. Here I come. I'm a Oh slap. my god, <laughs> Athena's uh, dodge divine is... dash. Yeah, that thing is so. That is uh, oh, run defining. Oh yeah. Um, if you can get that, you've you've taken so much difficulty out of the game. I don't know if the shield mm-hmm. for me the shield doesn't have any really cool dataless hammer effects. That's why I like the spear and the uh, sword the most because they have good dataless hammer stuff. Um, but yeah, maybe I I'll try shield again. Myself. Yeah, fists are fist fun. Spear. You can get the Daedalus hammer on the fist that makes them like magnet fists, so things get pulled to you. That's really fun. <sighs> the thing is, every weapon is fun. Yeah, in its own way. Yeah. Even ones I don't like, like the bow and the gun, I can still take them and have a good run and have a good time. Yeah, I don't like the gun. Uh, I can't have fun with it because of the boons. But as a regular gameplay, I don't know. I just don't. I don't feel that one that much. But it's got yeah, good stuff. That's fair. It's got good yeah. stuff. So Marcus, you've been playing Hades. Doing anything else? Um, I've been <laughs> I've been jumping back on Slay the Spire. <laughs> Hell yes! It's one so of us. Fun. One of us. <laughs> um, yeah. Silent, silence my my character. Yeah. I like to poison people. <laughs> yeah, I've cleared Ascension two with Silent at this point. So yeah, nice. I'm, I'm working through this. There's, I can't imagine how hard this game. I mean, I know I I've seen people do it. It's crazy how hard the game gets, but oh, yeah. have, I'm excited to get you, there. Uh, have you collected all the keys and gotten to the end yet? No, right now I'm still doing all the defect unlocks, so I don't even I don't even think about the keys and crap. But yeah, oh, I should probably do that once I'm done with those. Oh my god, the key! Oh my god, I'm not gonna tell you what happens when you get the keys. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a good time. It's a great time. Cool. Yeah, I love it. Workers, are you are you watching anything? watching nah oh no actually i finished what is it it was on netflix uh haunting story haunting of bly manor haunting of hill house yes i finished hill house and i started bly manor gotcha so i was like i do not know how i feel about the end of hill house that's what i've heard i haven't seen it but i've heard people kind of say that the ending is 50 50 yeah, like, I don't, I'm not going to save it in case anyone's trying to watch it. I'm not trying to spoil anything, but I don't know. I, I haven't decided how I feel yet. Interesting. Yeah. Marcus, are we getting spooked? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a solid show. I want right. to see until how, the ending, apparently. Right, until, but now I'm on to Bly Matter, so more, more spooks to come. <laughs> Different house, whole new ghosts. Yeah, it's a whole new adventure over here, people. Oh yeah. I'm trying to come up with a rhyme for that. Different house, new, same old spouse. Nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> I thought of that. Don't worry, I, already th- I thought of spouse and blouse already, but neither of them makes sense. <laughs> if your spouse was a ghost, we got maybe something. Maybe going if the on main there, character maybe. was the same in the both shows and she wore the same outfit, I could say <laughs> different house, same blouse. That's but I don't true. think that's true of the show. So no. Do y'all remember the the old Casper movie, the live action one? There's, there's several of them, but yes. No, the, you you the one talking about one Christina Ricci. Yes, yes, yes. Remember that the Ghostbusters showed up in that fucking movie, or one of them did? Yeah, they do. It was Dan Aykroyd. He was like, "Who are you gonna call somebody else?" <laughs> He's like that's yeah, that's all the the Ghostbusters. That's the maximum words they'll pay me to say. I I will not, I refuse to say anything else on this set. Sorry. Listen, I'll put on the costume. I'll wear the proton pack and the blaster, and I'll say those lines. But then I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah. That's gonna be an evolution to be the governor of Arizona. <laughs> so specific. I can't wait to meet Sean William Scott. Yeah, here he has a great romantic. career ahead of him. <laughs> He was in something recently. I can't remember what it was, though. Great ring endorsement from me, I know. Yeah, he was on, that's always saying in Philadelphia, like, five or six years ago. 
So it's true. That's kind of recent, right? It's, it's probably more like seven or eight years at this point, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, time, time doesn't make any sense. You know what fucked me up the other day, by the way? Someone was like, what you think Final Fantasy was 20 years ago? And it was like Kafka and shit. And like, what Final Fantasy was actually 20 years ago. And it's Final Fantasy X. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> My life is over. Super Smash Bros. Melee is 20 years old at this point. Oh, God. 20 years. I can feel my bones getting weaker I know, like, as you um, say these things. Time is compressing. It's, 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 getting, it's getting rough out there for old people like us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're not even getting Social Security checks, man. Ugh. Oh, no. I did see that there's a statistic about how between the years 2020, 2000 and 2020, we actually saw an increase in jobs of like 12%. But literally, all of it was people 60 and older getting back into the workforce. Mm. Wow. Well, good for them. You know? Right. Great. And bad for us. Yeah. I'm glad they got all those jobs at Petco. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and uh, Sitgo. And... Damn, another th- th- a rhyme thing. It rhymes just mess me up. <laughs> There's got to be at least one. Um, rooms to go. Ro- there oh. you go. We did it. Oh. All right. Well, that was an episode, y'all. Yeah, I think we're good. Then we got it. All right. So it. Uh, this is this has been the Millennials Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch.tv at Part Time Pretzel. I stream Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And. Uh... Marcus, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. Also do art for this podcast. I think it's almost done by Ben Powell. Um, he has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown. We talk about wrestling and they're from the South. If that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck politics. <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. <laughs> Uh, uh, more specifically, fuck Joe Biden and his fucking bipartisan bullshit. Yeah. Um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. Has anyone tried Joe by Felicia from an Orange <laughs> New York? That's the English podcast. We're out, baby. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>